Chapter Twenty Four of Some Everyday Folk and Dawn by Miles Franklin. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Little Odds and Ends of Life. The electioneering over, the town fell into a dullness inconceivable, and from which it seemed nothing short of an earthquake could resuscitate it. So great was the lack of entertainment that the doings of the famous Mrs. Dr. Tinker regained prominence and the old complaints against the inability of the council to better the roads awoke and cried again. Two days following Dawn's rescue from the accident, Ernest called upon me, and occupying one of the stiff chairs before the fireplace, under the Gorgonian representations of Jim Clay, looked hopelessly self-conscious and inclined to blush like a schoolboy every time the door opened, but Dawn did not make her appearance. I knew he had come, hoping that in averting the accident, he had been able to illustrate his friendliness towards her and that she would now meet him as of old so that the little incident of the wash-up water could be explained and buried at last taking pity on the very natural young hope that was being deferred i excused myself and went in quest of dawn and found her in her room sewing with ostentatious industry dawn won't you come down and speak to ernest he has called to see how you are after your adventure I said with perfect truth, though, as a matter of fact, he had studiously refrained from mentioning her. "'Oh, please don't ask me to go down,' she implored excitedly. "'You seem to have forgotten.' "'Forgotten what?' "'That dish of water,' she faltered with changing colour, "'and then he saved me so cleverly from being trampled on. "'If he had ridden over me I wouldn't have cared, as it would have made things square. "'But as it is, can't you understand that I'd rather die than see him?' said she in the exaggerated language of the day and burying her face in her hands i can better understand that you are dying to see him i returned pulling her head on to my shoulder but never mind you'll see him some other day and it will all come straight in time i forbore to press her father but that ernest might not be too discouraged i gave him some splendid oranges andrew had picked for me and said miss dawn kept these for you but as she is not visible this afternoon i am going to make the presentation his face perceptibly brightened and also noticeable was the brisk way he terminated his call upon learning that there was no prospect of seeing dawn that day i watched him bounding along the path to the bridge carrying the oranges in his handkerchief and watched also by another pair of eyes from an upstairs window carrie left us during that week and as she had now fixed her wedding day the tax of wedding presents had to be met Grandma, in bidding her good-bye, presented her with a generous cheque, and paid her a fine compliment. "'I wish you well wherever you go, for I never saw another young woman, unless it was myself when I was young, who could lick you at anything.' Carrie's departure put the cap on our quietude at Clay's, but soon a movement transpired to stir the stagnation. The outvoted electors of Nanoon were so galled by their defeat that they ignored the British law under which it was their boast to live and refused to acknowledge that the man who had been voted in by the majority was constitutionally their representative in parliament they also failed to see that he would serve the purpose quite as well as the other man and to publish their sentiments more fully determined to tender leslie walker a complimentary entertainment of some kind and present him with a piece of plate not as the other side had it in token of his defeat but owing to the fact that he was actually the representative of nanoon town having in that place polled higher than his opponent the presentation took the shape of a silver epergne 
this to a man who probably did not know what to do with those he already possessed a wealthy stranger who had contested the electorate for his own glory had he been a struggling townsman who at a loss to his business had put up in hopes of benefiting his country to have paid his expenses might have shown a commendable spirit but this was such a pure and simple example of greasing the fatted sow that even those who had supported him openly rebelled grandma clay among them well that's the way women call to a man because he's got a smooth tongue and a little polish sneered uncle jake and some of the men hadn't gumption to get the proper right to vote for their man who flew the publican's flag and truckled to the tag rag chuckled grandma who was delighted to prove that this illustration of crawl had originated with the men nevertheless it was decided to present the apern at a select concert or musical evening with mr and mrs leslie walker sitting on the platform where the audience could gloat upon them dawn was asked to contribute to the programme and relieved her feelings to me forthwith the silly crawling ignorant fools she exclaimed the first item on the programme is a solo by miss clay says the chairman and i'll come forward and squawk next item a recitation by mrs thingamabob can't you just imagine it she said in inimitable and exasperated caricature from the folds of her silk kimono good heavens to give a man like that an amateur concert like ours do you know they say he is the best amateur tenor in australia and his wife was a comic opera singer before she married so a girl was telling me where i get my singing lessons you'd think even the galoots of nanoon wouldn't be so leather-headed but they'd know their length well enough not to make fools of themselves in this way i know why can't they know too they like these things themselves and think others ought to like them too what do they want to be licking walker's boots at all for we all voted and worked for him that was enough it will just show you the way people will crawl to a bit of money oh dear how walker must be grinning in his sleeve i won't sing for them but she was not to escape so easily a member of the committee asked grandma would she allow her granddaughter to contribute a solo of course said the old lady ain't i getting her singing lessons to that end and down went the girl's name on the program and there was war in the clay household on that account i can't sing yet protested dawn i can't sing in the old style and can't manage the new style yet rubbish said grandma who could not be got to grasp the intricacies of voice production what am i paying good money away for it's near three months now and nothing to show for it yet if you can't sing now you ought to give it best at once and if you can't sing a song for mr walker and show him you've got a better voice than some i think it common sense to stop your lessons at the end of the quarter my teacher wouldn't let me sing and who's the most to do with you your teacher or me pray who's he to say when you shan't sing or the other thing and thus she decided the point but dawn each night dwelt upon the trouble while i sought to comfort her it is best to sing to the people who know all about singing they will see you have a good voice and appreciate it far more than could the ignorant a fortnight had to elapse before the date of the concert and during that time carrie's successor arrived in the form of a stout general as dawn averred she had sufficient companion in me and that a kitchen woman was preferable to a lady help the pruning of a portion of the vineyard which had been delayed by electioneering matters till now also took place during this time and andrew and uncle jake when working in the far corner made the extraordinary discovery of an odontological gold plate of the best quality and in perfect order 
the find created quite a sensation as grandma said it bore evidence that some one had been stealing grapes during the season for any person legitimately in the vineyard would have instituted a search for such a valuable piece of property and for a person who could afford such a first-class gold plate to steal grapes showed what some people were it did indeed for this person had been wont to clandestinely enter her premises to perpetrate a far lower grade of crime than pilfering her grapes or destroying her vineyard the incident trickled into the columns of the nanoon advertiser in conjunction with the facetious remark that the invader would have had to take a lot of grapes to compensate him for what he had lost and it was further stated that the article being useless except to him its size bespoke it a man's for whom it had been modelled he could have it upon giving satisfactory proof that he was the owner needless to say mr paunch did not claim his property and this souvenir was the last we heard of him andrew took it to mr s messer dentist the man who had seemed to consider it unprofessional that to fill my teeth should take time and with him the lad bargained that in return for the plate he was to tinker up those teeth whose aching i had allayed with the carbolic acid prescribed for me by the other dentist dawn and i chuckled in secret sent a copy of the nanoon advertiser to carry and remarked that it was an ill wind that blew no one any good during the fortnight preceding the concert ernest breslaw called at clay's several times to see me and saw me unattended by any extras in the form of a beautiful young girl for dawn blushingly avoided him he had to fall back on such outside skirmishing as rowing me on the river and though there was no longer an impending election to furnish him with excuse for loitering in the noon he did not speak of deserting it in a hurry he had reached that degree of amorous collapse when he could manage to shadow the haunts of his desired young lady regardless of circumstances and grandma began to suspect that his attentions had a little more staying power than those of the weekend admirer seeing that the red-headed mug had reappeared in the hope of permanently extirpating him dory ewart was anxious to announce his engagement but with threats of immediate extermination if he should so much as give a hint of it dawn kept him in abeyance and altogether behaved so erratically that andrew candidly published his belief that she had gone ratty ernest proffered himself as our escort to the walker presentation but ewart having previously secured dawn breslaw had to be satisfied with my company i had already presented andrew with a ticket and as i could not now discard him i resolved to ignore the injunctions to be found in etiquette books and accept attentions from two gentlemen at once thus it happened that i at the despised grey hair stage sat in state with the most attentive cavalier on either hand while handsome young ladies sat all alone we had entered september and the early flowers had lifted their heads on every hand in this valley where they grew in profusion and that evening were in evidence at women's throats in men's coats and in young girls hair the stage was a bower of heavenly scented bloom and many among the audience held bouquets the side of a broccoli in readiness for presentation to the guests of the evening ernest was holding the pony which was restive while andrew buckled her to the sulky when dawn came upon the scene after the concert and presented me with a huge bunch of flowers and you had also got his nag ready for home-going dawn had not met ernest since the night in the street and even now affected not to notice him so thinking it time to take the situation by the horns 
I said, Here is Mr. Ernest. You didn't see him because he was standing in the shade. Thus encouraged, he came forward and sturdily put out his hand, and Dawn could not very well fail to observe that as it was of a substantial build and held where the light shone full on it, so she was constrained to meet it with her own, and received, as she afterwards confessed, a lingering and affectionate pressure. It was not of Ernest, however, but of Mrs. Walker that she talked that night as we prepared for rest, with our wash-hand basins full of violets that had been crowded out of the quantity given to the defeated candidate's wife. "'Fancy being lovely like she is, and looking at her I've given up all hope. I suppose all I'm fit for is Mrs. Eward, Mrs. Dora Eward. Do my housework in the morning and take one of these sulkies full of youngsters for a drive in the afternoon, like all the other humdrum, tame-hen, respectable married women. It's a sweet prospect, isn't it? she said vexedly throwing herself on the bed don't be absolutely absurd look in the glass and you will see a far more beautiful face and one possessed of other qualities that make for success oh nonsense you only say that to put me in a good humour but how do women find such good matches as leslie walker that's what i want to know she continued either by being beautiful or using strategic ability in the great lottery mrs walker probably used both these accomplishments you can achieve similar results by means of the first without the necessity of developing the second silly girl marry leslie walker's step-brother ernest breslaw and if you do not live happily ever after it will not be because you have not been furnished with a better opportunity than most people she did not remark the relationship i thus divulged showing that ernest's confidences must have included it a girl can't make a man marry her was all she said I don't know how to use strategy and wouldn't crawl to do such a thing if I could. Neither would I, but if I loved a man and saw that he loved me, I'd secretly hoist a little flag of encouragement in some place where he could see it. I made reply. End of chapter 24